right. Welcome, everyone, to our next installment of Re- uh, Resolutions Are Us here on ACB. And um, uh, today we have uh, quite a few people with us and uh, it looks pretty good. And I don't I don't think that uh, I'm looking for Gabe. I don't see. I don't see a, a Gabe yet, and he told me that he might be just a couple of minutes late. So we're going to go ahead and uh, begin uh, without him. So this evening's resolutions um, will be uh, the resolution on the uh, Older Americans Act, uh, followed by the uh, resolution on the funding of the um, uh, Older Individuals Who Are Blind Independent Living Program followed by a resolution on uh, prohibited conduct. So um, let's see. I'm just making sure I have a sense of who all we have. And just a moment while I... Okay. I think we're good. All right. So we'll go ahead and uh, begin uh, are there any uh, questions or comments or anything uh, before we get started? Hey, let me grab. Sorry, I'm getting a little off mic here. Let me grab the items. I uh, I I like the fact that I usually have. Um, that I usually have Gabe here as well, and that uh, uh, it makes it easier, but we'll, we'll manage. So we're going to begin, because uh, I see we have um, uh, Anisio Coria from uh, AAVL and probably uh, some others, but uh, at least in terms of some official people. Um, so we'll begin with uh, the um, amendment of the Older Americans um, Act, which is resolution number seven. Um, and um, let's see, just a moment. And so I will, um, uh, this is introduced by the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. And so I will read through the resolution and uh, then we can entertain uh, discussion uh, of the uh, resolution in a generic way. And then we'll go through it. Um, if, if we're interested in working on it, we will go through it uh, clause by clause. So here we go. Whereas the American Council of the Blind, ACB, has gone on record repeatedly uh, decrying the uh, underfunding of services for seniors, including vision rehabilitation services provided under the older individuals who are blind OIB program, as well as other health, social, and transportation services. And whereas, as an example, the OIB program has not been provided with a funding increase in approximately three decades and program funding is estimated to meet less than 3% of the national need and whereas this organization, both on its own and as part of the Aging and Vision Loss Coalition, is exploring ways in which additional funding can be obtained for OIB and other services for seniors with vision loss, and whereas one of the primary funding 
sources for senior services is the Older Americans Act, OAA, and whereas funds under the OAA are distributed to each state for allocation to local area agencies on aging to fund a local program for prescribed purposes specified in the Act, and whereas very little funding is obtained through the OAA for services specifically targeted to seniors who are blind or have low vision, and whereas this is primarily the case because the OAA does not mention blindness as a purpose for which funds are allowed to be specifically expended, and whereas in order to enable funds to be targeted for programs and services for people with vision loss, the OAA must be amended to recognize, quote, aging and vision loss, unquote, as a distinct and sizable population of older Americans with unique and specialized needs that must be better and more explicitly addressed through allocations to local programs by the area agencies on aging. Now, therefore, be it resolved that this organization work with the Aging and Vision Loss National Coalition and other like-minded organizations for the introduction and passage of legislation that would amend the Older Americans Act to explicitly recognize seniors with vision loss as a group whose needs must be specifically addressed by the allocations of OAA funds provided to area agencies on aging. Oh, I'm glad I didn't have to read that in one breath. <laughs> That's <laughs> Um, okay, so um, I, I will uh, open uh, the floor for discussion um, or, or get questions to the makers of the, um, to the resolution. Madam Chair, if I could just say one thing. Certainly, Jeff. Since I wrote it. Um, Since you wrote it, yes, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A question. Um, yeah. Tomorrow, and Anisio will back me up on this, I'm sure, uh-huh. um, at our... Um, we're having our board meeting tomorrow, and just about everybody on the board has already expressed uh, that they endorse this resolution. So what I'd like to insert at, in the resolve clause after this organization, I'd just like to say, along with its affiliate, the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. Certainly. That that totally makes sense. And, you're and if for some weird reason we didn't endorse you it, can I let, me let know. you know and take yeah. it out. Yeah. Certainly can let me know. So I have, Chris, a I have a question. Go ahead, Chris. That. Oh. Okay, um, so to what extent does the passage of Teddy Joy's law um, play into this funding recommendation? In other words, there's, I understand the point of getting more money for the purposes of helping uh, older individuals who are blind to the area agencies on aging. But I happen to know from my wife's experience with them that, that they probably don't know squat about how to work with how to, how to even find in their communities older individuals who are blind, let alone how to work with them. So, um, I guess my question is: Shouldn't we want to push at least for something in the funding legislation that says, "And you will work with your state you know, uh, division of services for the blind and local." blindness organizations uh, to provide uh, 
identification and training of older individuals who are blind or something like that. So let me try to answer that and I'll let Anisio and I'm hoping Mark is here as well. Sure. Mark um, is. Okay. In, in, in reality, well, there's two ways to go about this. The, the longer way is to, and, and we have it in there in part, is to impact the Older Americans Act through the enactment of Teddy Joy's Law. That's, uh, Teddy Joy's Law is in the far horizon anyway, but we did feel it was uh, worth noting because we are working on it and trying to push it. The short way of doing something is through the reauthorization, which I believe is perhaps going to come up next year. Now, the reason we wouldn't put in the type of language that you suggest, as opposed to just putting in all of these references to blindness and vision loss, um, is that the, the way the Older Americans Act is structured, it, uh, other than some specific programs like Meals on Wheels, it doesn't have this type of specific yeah. um, funding um, mechanisms. Yeah. So the way you do that is to have general references to certain purposes for which pun funding should be spent. And if we have, and right now blindness is, is not in there, is not listed. <clears throat> so the way to do that is to essentially yeah. list it as one of the purposes. But we wouldn't get the type of language you suggest as, op as opposed to having it in Teddy Joy's law, which we certainly could. But Jeff, is there, and I'm not familiar enough with the Older Americans Act. So I don't recall, though, from stuff that I have read, that there are any specific disability groups highlighted. So if you're asking for vision-related services or funding specific to that community, um, it doesn't, it seems a little counterintuitive to the way the rest of the act works. So, But conditions are listed in there, uh, you know, as in diabetes and other types of conditions. And in fact, certain um, centers like visions that nancy miller runs out of new york yeah, city right, right have been able to oh yeah my some. program got quite a bit of money from yeah it. yeah so but it wasn't because but but it was because of the services that we provided that coincidentally we had blind and low vision folks who needed right right but yeah. no there's nothing that says blindness as a social determinant of health right couldn't be listed okay yeah, that was my concern is whether yeah, it was yeah. counterintuitive to the rest we of the Whether it would be whether the Congress would buy off on it or not. Well, I understand matter. that's a different issue, but but yeah, but but that it wouldn't be counterintuitive to the act because then we, we're not going to get anywhere. Mark, that. do you want to supplement what I've said? Or, no, I think you I think you've covered it. I, I could add, this is an issue, I could add one thing to that is, uh, Debbie, is that the other disabilities, uh, they often are, are already being served, not so much through the Older Americans Act, but through the medical system, and blindness is not. And so we have a lot less 
opportunities and vehicles for funding than that i understand but i'm not sure if and and i i get that i'm not sure if the older americans act i think we relate to that too much yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but yes i understand that okay but again i think this opens the door for if we are able to uh incorporate through the advocacy, some language regarding blindness or vision rehabilitation services or whatever in the act. I think then next year, two years from now, will give us a much uh, greater leverage to go back and then uh, address those issues that that gentleman mentioned about collaboration with local state agencies or consumer groups or whatever it may be to better educate the local AAAs. But I, without that language, it's hard to even... Um, address uh, address that need. So blind people can now already, because I am actually doing so, can take advantage of services that are not blindness specific services, but that are offered by the AAAs. So it doesn't. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So, so yes. So what it doesn't tell me here, though, is what would then you propose that the AAAs would would provide if they because they're not set up to provide well they don't provide anything as you as you know as i know right so but this what would it what and i think the resolution is fairly clear i think that it would allow the triple a's to fund um services that are specifically targeted to people to seniors with vision loss as opposed to you know health insurance counseling and meals on wheels and all these other generic programs. So I wonder uh, if we need to be a, a more specific to that because, um, and maybe we don't, but I, it, it strikes me that we might, that we might need to be. Well, well, yeah, look through it. And if you think we do though, I'm open to, you know, so, um, I, I have a question. question. Yeah, I have one too. I was just raising. You have, hand. you have several hands, Deb. <laughs> Take, oh. Let's take some hands. Thank you. First hand. All right. Um, Deb, Deb, it's Gabe. It, oh, here. Gabe's here. Gabe's in charge now. <laughs> oh, you guys should have been quiet. <laughs> right, let's go. Let's start through the hands. All right, Dan. Um, I just want to make a mention that, you know, you guys keep referring to the Area Agency on Aging and um, putting this in their laps. Unfortunately, in some states, the independent living, when the homemaker services were uh, put under the jurisdiction of the independent living centers. No funding was included. The other bureaucracy that we run into is that in some states, there's only one agency throughout the whole state that is getting funding for services for the older, older individuals that is blind. And if the funding is only going to that one location, the independent living centers and the area agencies on aging aren't going to get a dime to provide any services as well as any direction because that one agency is going to have that as their sole duty. So, Deanne, let me explain where we're going with this. We are not taking any jurisdiction away from the departments that currently run OIB or similar programs. What we're saying is that the AAAs would have the option of allocating 
allocating funds to the counties and to the state for those programs. Uh, and it's really to the counties or to the local programs that are for, for, to the private providers, for example. It would just give another funding mechanism that they could apply to to get money. It wouldn't impact where the money is that they currently already get through OIB and other similar services. And I guess what I'm just trying to say is I don't know if it's going to expand anything in any way, shape, or form or, or make any difference. Well, we don't know for sure. It may in some states, it may not in others, but yeah, the issue cool. is that there's so little money now. Right. We have to explore possibly. every possibility we can. And right now, as you say, Area Agency on Aging in most places aren't doing a darn thing for blind people. But even where they are, there's there's just an incredible dearth of money to do whatever. So what you're suggesting, Jeff, is that basically if the money got in place, we might have to come back and do some more work. But you, there's no work to do if there's no money at all to begin with. That's right. There, you can't advocate when the, when the purpose of, for the funding isn't there. So right. at least you'd have that as a purpose. And then it would take local <laughs> advocacy to you know, yeah. get yourself some money. Well, and this is authorizing legislation. So in the future, if we were successful, there'd have to be annual appropriations work that we have to do, just like we do with OYB anyway. Right. And it would have to be regulated. So then the description of how it would be applied could be yeah. dealt with and edited, but, you know, dealt with. So I think this is, yeah. yeah. That's, All right. uh, You've got eight hands. So <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, so, so that we can move on and, you know, let's kind of try and get some of our discussion amongst ourselves down a little bit. And Sheila, who do we have up next? All right, Renee. Yes, thank you. I was wondering, um, Annette, um, in, the first, in the first whereas clause, and it's probably a no, but I thought I'd ask anyway, is there a way, <laughs> would it no. be? <laughs> okay. <game. laughs> it's a welcoming it, call, could club. Teddy, could, could the reference to Teddy, Law, Teddy Joy's law be be inserted where um, after uh, uh, American Council of ACB uh, per Teddy Joy's law has gone on record. Um, uh, could that be inserted there or is that? Well, not we haven't actually released it yet. So we yeah, you, there's really. no law. And, and also they've done it. ACB has done this in lots of ways in time before Teddy Joy's law. Right. So, so I think, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know that necessarily, but if it, if it were, that'd be the place that maybe we could say in many ways, including uh, okay. advocating for, for this law, but I don't know. that. I, we, don't. The I, law yeah, I would leave it up to, to the others. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's why I was saying advocate. If, if we're going to refer to if it, we're we gonna, if it would do it, it would be in the first, it would be in the first whereas. Um, okay. But, it, but we would, but we'd have to say something like ad advocating for rather than, you know, including uh, this law since it's not there, but. Um, something to consider. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, all right. I just put it out thanks, there. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Who do we have? Who do we have next? Sheila? Doug. Mr. Powell. Yes, ma'am. Um, so the other thing that uh, uh, that what this language would help us is when people go to the area agency on aging, they talk about toileting and getting out of bed and all that kind of stuff. 
uh, that get, that keeps other people independent, but doesn't address the needs that we have. And they're just clueless as to the kinds of things that we need to keep uh, independent. And I think putting this language in the law, in the act, would uh, uh, allow us to go to the triple A's and say, you also need to add other uh, qualifying eligibility things for your services, which include, you know, specific stuff for, uh, you know, blind and, and low vision folks. Okay. What was that, Jeff? I said okay. Yeah. I oh, agree. Okay. I'm not... I, I always, it's not like you said. Eh. I'm like, no, I'm like, I said okay. I, I knew. I knew something got cut off. Well, part of it, it is a description. Contented grunt. If you get, if you actually describe what people are needing, what blind and low vision people are needing in the terms they understand, then you can get it. Because I've never had any trouble getting loads of service for my clients from the triple, you know, through the triple A's resources. So, but yes, I, I, that doesn't mean I'm opposed to this. I just mm -hmm. that I think we can get more than we're getting now. Debbie, Debbie this is an issue. Um, ha having worked in the field for many, many years and gone and, and having gotten funding from triple A's for services, the reality is, is that it, it varies from one to the other. Some sure. are more progressive than others. And because these services are not, or these, these services or needs are not listed in their RFPs, it's always a question of educating, educating, sure. educating, sure. and trying to. And then the other piece, the other big piece is that one day their services are typically geared towards large numbers of people. How many meals can you offer a day or mm -hmm. in a month or a week or whatever? And then get a how much does it cost per meal? When we're talking about our services, because they tend to be more individualized, they cost more, and and that's where the 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 the, the issues often come up. So by having this, I I see this almost as a building blocks, right? And this is the first beginning to 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 include some educational pieces. We are we're building the case for later to to actually go for mm -hmm. additional funding that, that's how i see it yeah kind of you know taking a multi-year approach to it and mm -hmm. have to build mm -hmm. on it right mm -hmm. all right larry johnson thank you i want to share with you uh some recent developments with regard to the National Coalition, the AVL National Coalition, they are taking a very strong lead in this initiative. Uh, I was uh, in attendance at one of their subcommittee meetings of public awareness and learned that they have already submitted a list of recommendations to a member of the Senate subcommittee on aging which is going to be obviously the subcommittee which will take up this uh, legislation uh if it is proposed and apparently uh, uh senator from new york gillibrand is um has already expressed a strong positive support for this kind of initiative and uh, I did uh, get a copy of their recommendations, and I shared it with uh, <clears throat> with uh, Jeff and Doug and members of the board of the uh, 
Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. So I think by passing this resolution, and as it does contain in the resolve, the intention to work closely with the AVLNC on this initiative, we are showing our partnership role in making this happen or trying to make it happen. Yeah, that's really encouraging. Mm -hmm. okay. All right, Patty Fletcher. Good evening, everybody. Um, having worked on both sides of the help desk, first being one to refer for people to services, and then now finding myself on the other side needing services. We who are seniors who are blind or visually impaired are falling through the cracks. Here is a brief summary of a questionnaire I have been going around in circles with for six years. I receive four hours of assistance a week and it does not cover my need. But the questions all relate to do you need assistance with bathing? Do you need assistance with dressing? Do you need assistance with cooking, cleaning, etc.? Blah, blah, blah. So if I say yes to those, they provide me with somebody who will come in and do it for me. But I cannot get any assistance with things like um, having someone go with me to the store to let to assist me with shopping. They forget that we don't just have to eat. God forbid I should want new shoes or what have you, they must be educated that we do not fit in their check boxes. You're correct. So okay. There must be, yep. must be an, an, a, an absolute list in whatever <clears throat> you list for however you word this. And I'm very inexperienced with that portion. But there must be direct instruction to educate these people and teach them how to think because they do not know how to get out of a box. So I just want to make one, one point, and you're absolutely correct. Yeah, but, but I this think isn't the, the place for that. But, but I think the biggest area where states need to be educated is your state's Medicaid program. There's way more money in Medicaid than there is in Anywhere the older else. Americans. Act. I agree. And and it's a state by state issue and it's a really major issue that we have lagged so, so far behind the rest of the disability community. Well we so have resolutions on this, but it's yeah. really got to be done at the state level. And, and like so in how this do setting. we overcome how do we overcome? Because the next thing they're going to say is okay, it's different for every state. But we mm -hmm. must have something that is across the board. No, you have so, to do it at the state level. You really and, do. And and to me, I would think that, you know, like what this resolution is calling for, the funding has to be for be there before you can even start having anything to educate or anyone to educate. But what they'll tell right? you, so. so the one thing that we, that and at least has always been in my experience when we go requesting mm -hmm. funds is prove you need it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's well, what this resolution is trying to do. Right. So, but can I interject something? Um, this is Renee again. In my state, in Illinois, the home health um, people they take someone to the store once a week, and they're on uh, oh. you know Medicaid. What my question is, because I could use the home health care for that kind of a purpose myself. Um, 
if you're if you if you are on private insurance, not just Medicaid, but Medicare and Federal Blue Cross, is there a state by state rule for um, because you're not is, or is that considered private pay? So so my insurance. We're, so is, we're getting way far afield. The answer is most of that is on a county level, actually. So. And, and so, sometimes if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you can get plans that cover that sort of assistance, but it's mm-hmm. few and far between. You know, you don't know. Yeah. There's no way to know. But, uh, I move we pass. Well, my the, 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 yeah, we're, we're really getting. Yeah, let let. I move let, it let, pass. You know, I, okay. But let you guys. Let, we we do have three. I think three more hands. Is that right, Sheila? And well, I move try here pass from, when you're ready. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I heard Chris and Renee there. So, but let's try to get through these <laughs> last three folks real quick. All right, Rick Toriano. Rick? Rick, are you there? All right, Jane. I didn't mean to upset. Uh, hello, thank you. Hi. This is Jane Surrey. Oh, Perry. oh can, can you hear me now? Hang uh, on, I'll Rick. wait till Rick finishes. No, go, go, ahead. Wait. no go ahead, Jane, and then Rick. Yeah, we'll come back to Rick. Yeah, we'll I can wait till my fellow friend Rick finishes. Anyway, this is Jane Terry. Thank you mm-hmm. for the opportunity to speak this evening. I am from Massachusetts, your Cape Cod connection, and I thank you for bringing this issue forward for a resolution. It is the only, we are only beginning, only beginning, only beginning. We have a long ways to go, but let's start somewhere. Um, I've served on both sides of the fence as a healthcare professional who was visually impaired, and now as someone who is older. And you're right. They don't understand about blindness. They don't know what we need. The other thing is, years ago, I believe this Older Individual Blindness Act or whatever used to be the Homemaker Act. And then it went to the bridge program. Those programs are no longer gone. At least they were in Massachusetts. Now it's the Older Individual Program. And I have friends across the state, across the country, who don't even know about the older individual program. Luckily in Massachusetts, we have someone who is very knowledgeable at the Mass Commission for the Blind about this program. And I truly believe that people have to realize that blindness co-indicates with other disabilities, other diseases, and the first sense, or one of the first senses of people who are older people who want to continue their independence and stay in their homes is vision loss. Mm. Thank All you. Right. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, Rick. Did we, did we have Rick? Okay. Um, I, <clears throat> I hear this and I, and I read this and what I'm seeing is kind of you're around the outside of the issue without getting into specific either programs or technology or something more than just do we know how much funding is available and do we know um, how much well how much funding is allocated and where it's gonna go. 
So, Rick, a lot of this funding is discretionary, and it can be used for whatever purposes are listed in the Older Americans Act. And so, okay, we, we the way the act is written, we can't uh, unless we have a lot more clout than we currently do. We can't just say we're going to use it for the same purposes of technology training and this and that and the other thing. We just try to, you know, put in, in a number of places in the act references to the purpose of funding for targeting funding for, you know, people who are for blindness because of blindness. And that's and, really the, the, this is a very strange, yeah. it's a different type of act. It isn't. And, the and Jeff, Jeff, what, since you said it's discretionary, is it probably better that the more general you are, the more widely you yes. be able to spend the funds for? So you don't yes. want to necessarily get a, get specific enough to start talking about technology or, you know. And if we did, then other groups would try to put in their pet programs too. Right, right, yeah. right. So you just try to mention the, the various areas. All right. Thanks, Rick. And right, Pat, did we Pat have Tucson. one more? No, I have two Excuse comments. Right. I'll make them pass to the question based on my second comment. I my familiarity with the very large AAA in the capital city in my state is that this is really important because I have seen them discriminate against people who were blind and with low vision in the providing of the services that they do provide uh, in a variety of ways, including not having workarounds for people who can't sign the paperwork or whatever and anything you want to mention. Now, I'm not saying they do it all the time, but I've seen it happen. Secondly, for the large state agency, having talked to people and myself included, if a person is not doing the entire blind services sake, soup to nuts, you know, activities of daily living, braille, mobility, and everything else as a package, Older people have often been turned away who want smaller services like mobility only or Braille only mm -hmm. because the larger agency says it's all or nothing. So my comment or question is based on the second part right there. Should, and I far be it gave for me the question, any resolution you would write I'm not saying, and I understand the. Well, you have before, Pat. So wait a minute now. Let's <laughs> clear that. I know, but I have a lot of respect for. I know you do. I, I, I question. I question for the record. Ago. I question. But my Jeff question all the time. is this, and I'm not trying to mess up the resolution, but is should there be another mention of the term low vision to, in some way, enable the more limited services that p people might need versus someone who uh, would need across-the-board <laughs> services who is totally blind. Now, I'm not trying to wreck the resolution at all. I understand you're doing it incrementally, and I know you're trying to get funding, and I'm sure glad you're doing it. No, I, 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 th I think actually if we have it, made it clear. I think we've used vision loss a number of times. Yeah. And to me, vision that includes both blindness it. or low vision. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's a clarification I yeah. wanted. Great resolution. Because really, we all know that most of the seniors with vision loss are low vision. I mean, right. so that's, you know. Yeah. And Gabe, you have one more hand. Oh. It's Mark oh. Reichard. Okay. Let's hear from Mark, and then, and then we have the motion on the floor that we want to move forward and try to get some stuff done, because 
because we've got two more after this. So, Mark, quickly go. So, by way of assurance to all of you, the so Chris Rogers and I put the recommendations together. We specifically wanted to add all the references that Jeff and others are talking about, these little cross-references, but probably more importantly than any of those little insertions are adding new definitions to the Older Americans Act for a number of things. So we talk about who our population is, but probably most significantly, we're looking at adding definitions about vision rehabilitation services. So for the first time, we'd actually have explicit language about what those services are, delineating exactly who provides them, what the what vision rehab constitutes. And I mean, that would be pretty revolutionary because we don't really have that at all in the OAA. So for all the comments that folks have mentioned this evening about, you know, are we talking about blindness and low vision? What specific services are we talking about? Would technology perhaps even be part of that or certain use of technology <laughs> training, et cetera? The package of language we're talking about addresses everything that you're talking about. Okay, great. I, I would th say that um, you know, how this organization takes a pretty good stand on when we do something for, you know, when we talk about blindness, we do talk about, you know, it's just sort of vision loss. Oh, that's more of a um, all-encompassing. So, all right. So we had a motion and a second to move forward with a due pass on this. Second. Yeah, we, yep. like I said, we had a motion. Oh, on this sorry second. about that. <laughs> Now we have a third, though. So, now we have and, a fourth. Yeah. Well, I think we had a motion and a couple of two or well, three. Well, you know, it's kind of an important one, so we have um, to make sure it's done. That's right. So, yeah. So, all right. So, all the committee members in favor, say aye. Aye. Okay. I think now, I assume we're going to work, walk so, through this because there are some yeah, edits that need to be Of course. Done. Of course. Of course. I was just going to say. So, yep. I'm going to assume. I'm just going to declare that we had a, a majority there, not even call for nades on this one. Um, so, unless anybody, unless I have 10 people that stand up and object, um, then we're going to move forward with doing some editing. So, um, whereas the American Council, yeah, whereas the American Council of the Blind ACB has gone on record repeatedly decrying the underfunding of services for seniors, including vision rehabilitation services provided under the Older Individuals Who Are Blind OIB program, as well as other health, social, and transportation services. The only thing I, I would say there is I would I would move the word repeatedly before gone on record. I think that's fair. That's fine. We need to have the cult, the complete name of the program for OYB. So. Yes, yes, of course. So independent living services for older individuals who are blind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Whereas, as an example, the OIB program has not been provided with a funding increase in approximately three decades, and program funding is estimated to meet less than 3% of the national need. So it's in nearly, in nearly 20 years. It's a bit more current than that. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. 
You why well, was gilding the lily there, wasn't I? Do, well, do we, yes, know, you it, do we know when it was? Was it like the early two thousands or depends how you look at it. It's not a simple answer. Okay. So and nearly so we're gonna change nearly three decades to nearly I mean, the biggest years. jumps were in the early two thousands and NCSAB did their thing and I went up to like two thousand six, two thousand seven, and then it's just been yeah, the last actual season. increase of any kind was in 2007. The, the one so, I'm reading says nearly 20 years, so just yeah, saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll say nearly 20 years. Mm. Okay. So this whole resolution is about OIB. Can we take out, for example? It isn't about OIB at all. Mm -mm. Well, it talks about OIB and OAA. So. Well, yeah, uh, but it's, I mean, it's an, it is an example because they're not asking for OIB funding here. They're asking for OAA funding here, right? Mm -hmm. To fund yeah. whatever we can get it for. Yeah, but I mean, technically. Okay. Well, the funding comes right. from o no, I'm agreeing with OAA you. and then to OIB, right? Or whomever. Not necessarily. Yeah, not or from yeah. OAA to the other services. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I stand right. corrected. Thank you. So I almost... Uh, wonder if if actually it's not i don't know if it's in exactly relevant even to have that that clause there though is it well because well, i think I it we is the few one things later. program that really targets yeah. our mm -hmm. population exactly that's the whole that reason for those clauses right? yeah and does say it as an example yeah i understand okay yeah. i don't think i heard anything believe it all right what? Let's him would, would it would it be more clarifying to say um, even a targeted program like OIB has not been increased in funding for the last twenty years, something like that, which sort which sort of says it's a separate program, but it's you know we're we're saying that the funding hasn't increased anywhere in in our in that realm. Well, but I mean. I don't that sort of means there are a bunch of other targeted programs you're implying. But there aren't. Right, right. I uh, yeah yeah I I I agree. I think the example word is probably better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think um, the I think the the three percent is a lot more powerful than the. That's the most the powerful thing years, right? thing that's, in there. Mm -hmm. And even the three percent, honestly, is an exaggeration. Yeah, because I think so it's, too. I mean, it's like virtually, it's like dust. It's like zero point zeros, depending on how you define it, but whatever mm -hmm. it's become a cliche so let's leave it well less than three percent is makes a pretty good point it's like a little mustard seed is all it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right shall we move on to the next one this organization both on its own and as part of the aging and vision loss coalition is exploring ways in which additional funding can be obtained for oib and other services for seniors with vision loss you need the word national before coalition yeah. if it isn't there aging and vision loss national coalition i must have left it out you did yeah, national Nationally, it's not there, but I, I can. Boy, see, it is on my copy, National Yeah, Canada. mine too. Really? Yeah, I, I have, what, yeah. I have the copy that I got from the Dropbox. I was going to say, I wonder what copy yeah, you guys different got. from what I'm reading from the Dropbox. That's funny. <laughs> you may have revised somebody, in there. Did you? Change? I was going to say, somebody must have edited it after uh, we uh, got it out of there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it back. We'll, we'll do it. Now, I'm putting my edits in a different in a different document because I made mm-hmm. it's been so hard to read back. So reading back is. Mm-hmm. OK. Uh, whereas one of the primary funding sources for senior services is the Older Americans Act, OAA. And I'll just keep going because uh, whereas funds under the OAA are distributed to each state for allocation to local area agencies on aging to fund local programs for prescribed purposes specified in that act. I think both of those are pretty straightforward. Okay with that? I, I I wonder if they could be combined, though. They could. I don't know if we went along those that long of a sentence, but they certainly could. I, I the, uh, this like is that. Marissa, and I would I would just leave the clauses the way uh, they are because I'm mm-hmm. afraid that if we combine them, they'll they'll be like uh, they'll be long and um, not mm-hmm. as easy to process when uh, when the potential voters that are going to vote for them during the convention, vote for this resolution for during the convention, they might be a little bit um, confused. So I, I would leave them as they leave the clauses as they are. Of okay. uh, the next clause, very little funding is obtained through the OAA for services specifically targeted to seniors mm-hmm. who are blind or have low vision. What does it say? Very little funding is what? Obtained. Very little funding is obtained. So what if I actually is unlikely be obtained? Allocated. I have unlikely obtained. Well, no, no, that's not even correct. It's probably well, that's, should that's say what it, that's what it says on my. I know, I know that, I, I know that. But what it really ought to say is whereas AAAs allocate very little funding. Yeah, exactly. That's really the appropriate. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay. If okay. any at all. Okay. And I think, and I'll write that out because. We haven't used the term AAA anywhere here, so yeah. Area agent area agencing is on aging. Gosh, provide very little funding through the OAA. Yeah, for services specifically targeted to seniors who are blind or have low vision. Yeah. Um, next, this is primarily the case because the OAA does not mention blindness as a purpose for which funds are allowed to be specifically expended. So do we want to say blindness and vision loss or blindness and low vision to sort of broaden that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or you would low vision. Say low vision. Or, yes. Or yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blindness, blindness or, or low vision as a purpose. Yeah. Funds expended. Uh-huh. Yes, we would. Uh, there you go, low- Pat. Yeah, yeah, you gave uh, one to Pat. Good job. I, I did not laugh. Or did oh, she come back? Well, there you go. Well, she could be listening. Okay. On she could be. Okay. Whereas right. in order to enable funds to be targeted for programs for services for people with vision loss, the OAA must be amended to recognize, quote, aging and vision loss, unquote, as a distinct and sizable population of older Americans with unique and specialized needs that must be better and more explicitly addressed through allocations to local programs by the area agencies on aging. I think there we could probably change area agencies on um, aging to AAAs, right? 
You know, we can do it everywhere if up at the first time we mention it, right. I yeah. put that in yeah. and then put the friends and then we can start mm-hmm. using AA. Sure. Right. That. Okay. Just thinking since you'd put, you know, spell it out a, a, just a couple of times. Uh, yeah, but you, if you, it, yeah, so if I do the parenthetical, then yeah, uh-huh. sure, sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh-huh. On the aging and vision loss, would it be better to say aging with vision loss? Yeah. Well, I think so, yeah. Yep. Yep, I, I think so, too. <laughs> Good catch, Chris. Thank you. Hey, once in a while. Yeah, it's aging with vision loss. Yeah. Okay, good. good. Job. And I wonder if the word explicitly is the correct word now that I think about it. Maybe it's okay. Explicitly addressed. No, I think it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to raise it. Yeah, no, I, I think it's okay. I think it's right. Okay, that's all of the whereases. Good. Okay, then to the resolves that that this organization and and you want AAVL inserted here, right? Yeah, along with its affiliate, Alliance on Aging Vision Loss. Okay, so I had put the insert there. Okay, this organization must work with the aging and vision loss. A national you want there. Hold on, Mm -hmm. let me get that. All right, all right. Okay, must work with the National Aging and vis- Vision no, Loss. It, oh, it, it's it, National it, Coalition. So you don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need it there. Sorry. Yep. This okay. okay. Aging and Vision Loss National Coalition and other like-minded organizations for the introduction and passage of legislation that would amend the Older Americans Act to explicitly recognize seniors with vision loss as a group whose needs must be specifically addressed by allocations of OAA funds provided to area agencies on aging. Actually, I don't even know that we need provided to air agencies on aging because that's where they automatically go. It should just be at Mm -hmm. funds, right? Yeah, yeah. and period. And and the AAA is not the only thing we're concerned about. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is an Should should we, the the Aging and Visual Loss National Coalition is not an organization. Should we say group or uh, such, such, uh, like minded groups instead of organizations? And the AVLNC to which ACV belongs. Um, well, those are two different points. Let's. No, those are different um, points, right? Right, right, right. right. And on, a, on, a, on just, one note, um, when well, it's not a group. This, no, I understand, but I mean, his his yeah, point and your point are we need to talk about them separately. Yeah, right. these are different oh. points. And where you say other like-minded organizations, I don't really care problem. what you. Yeah. What word you use? Oh, why don't Wait, you just so take out like-minded? Then it works fine, I think. So what would it say? How would it read? And no, no, it would just say, sorry, the or- organization, uh, Breda, work with the Aging and Vision Loss National Coalition and right. other organizations for the oh, introduction. It my issue was the organization, but it, I, I guess I'll go along with it. Well, it no, just, I, I don't. I don't like whether, whether we could just say if, if we took out like uh, if we took out like minded organizations, we could just say and others. Don't do this. 
And that that would address that issue. I don't really care. If we said no, other, I, I think we just take out other and just say no, like hand organization, like which would distinguish it. If you took out other, then it wouldn't it wouldn't imply. Wouldn't matter, wouldn't yeah, you need other. Um, uh, you could even just say others because then it could be yeah, people, organizations, groups, or whatever. Right, we can just put a just yeah. put yeah. a point yeah. of like the PBLNC does like minded organizations. I like like minded. I think it fits better. Uh, yeah, I like like-minded like others. That's yeah. like aliens. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, like-minded yeah, right because listen, you're also going to come up. Yeah. You're also going to come up with like when these people take the low vision you, person to the store. Yeah. You know, a possibility of a guide dog issue. No, this is this is about the funding. If we right, I'll take it back. I'll take my okay. comment back. If we start, <laughs> if we start worrying about whether we're going to say it, organizations, <laughs> groups, or something else, are we splitting hairs on that? And do yes. we want to just say it's okay? We can talk about it some more though, if you'd like. No, well, we can talk about not. it for the next two hours, yeah. but we've got yeah. two more resolutions to get through. Let's, let's do it. How about um? What well, I wonder what it would be like if what it would if it would um like if people would um how it would read if we say and other and other entities. So uh, replace the word organization with the word entities. I can live with that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can live with so, that too. Yeah. I, I like so that. We've gone from the aliens to metaphysics. Thank you. Oh, yeah, but that's all right. We did. You're welcome. No, and no problem. So we're, are we just changing organizations to entities? We're no. getting rid of like-minded. I would get rid of like-minded because I don't just don't. How about unlike-minded? Yeah. Unlike. I don't care if they think like me or not. Okay, you not like like-minded. You wrote it. Irascible, contrary. Good luck getting the unlike-minded to come aboard. Yeah. Okay, right. now, is like-minded in or not in or out? I need. I'm. I'm I guess no, out. no, just entities and other entities. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I like like-minded. I know you too. All right, I wrote it. You like harmony. I I like it when there's people. Now, Mark, didn't you have another separate point that you were? No. no. Oh, okay. Right. Someone else was splitting hairs. <laughs> okay. okay. All, right. All right. Are we done? done? Are we done splitting hairs? Are we hairs? done with that? Okay. And yeah. that's Yay. it. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yay. Well, you know, we're splitting hairs it. like they split the money from us. I, I love it when we can discuss stuff for an hour and then be done with it in two minutes. <laughs> All yeah, right. So are we jumping that. down to, is it number 10 on OIB funding? Is that our next one? Yes, sir. Just OIB minute. funding increase. Uh, hold on, I gotta. I gotta go there. This is even shorter, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think this one was like three sentences. Yeah. Okay. And, so and this, Jeff, is this one still being submitted just by you, or did you ever find out if it's going to be from AAVL? No, this is the same now? thing as the other one. AA, we're going to endorse it tomorrow. Okay. I'm sure. So, yeah, I'm sure. So you'll okay. you'll get back to us if we're going to edit increase the Doug's on. He can tell you if we're not. Individuals who are blind program. Uh, submitted by Jeff and whoever he can get to submit it with him. That's right. Whoever he can are there, get are like minded to agree with. <laughs> by the way, Deb, if you get tired of reading, I can help out and just let you know. Okay. I, I'm actually going to put and other like minded. Um, yeah. <laughs> other other like minded entities on 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 my copy of this. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. 
Whereas the uh, whereas the only major program that provides specialized service to, services to seniors with vision loss is the federal older individuals who are blind OIB program. I guess we need to change the name, right? Like Mark said. Full yes, name. yes, yes. Where federal independent living services. Whereas no. this program provides funding to every state for services that include daily living skills, technology and technology training, orientation and mobility, home modifications, and self-determination. And whereas less than 5%... Oh, it's gone up. <laughs> Whereas three percent on mine. The document that I got from the um, folder says, mm-hmm. "That's where I got mine." Yeah. I'm uh, getting mine, and somebody. I'm wondering it. who's editing because I've got the same thing as Deb here. Yeah, anyway, somebody's somebody's changing the documents, so we'll change right. it. Whereas less than 5% of the 12.5 million seniors that with vision loss receive OIB services, and whereas the number of seniors with vision loss is expected to double by 2050, and whereas the federal funding level of approximately 33 million has not been increased in more than 20 years, and whereas the Biden administration in its 2024 fiscal year budget has proposed a $5 million increase in OIB funding, and whereas congressional action to provide for this increase would be a major step toward ensuring that seniors who are blind or have low vision receive the specialized services they need. Now, therefore, uh, be it resolved uh, by all of that stuff that this organization commend the Biden administration for including the $5 million increase in OIB funding in its proposed fiscal year 2024 budget and be it further resolved that this organization advocate actively with the appropriate congressional leaders and committees to bring about inclusion of this proposed increase in the final fiscal year 2024 budget. I want to say advocate. Good luck with that. Um, Mm. See what does it say? um, Oh, I want to say advocate inactively. Oh, inactively. Well, I mean, <laughs> Alice, we know yeah. this isn't going to pass, but we have to be in support of it. And it, mm-hmm. and it's and it's significant that it's even there. Yes, right. that is the key. It, yeah. it is. Right. So well, I'll move it. Default on all of our debts. It won't matter much anyway. I second it. Okay. I, I would just like to say this. Now, this is nitpicking, but I would like to suggest that at some, when one of those whereas clauses where we say uh, uh, seniors with vision loss to say experiencing vision loss. So we just don't keep repeating with. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that because there yeah. are people that are transitioning from being sighted mm-hmm. and they're starting to lose yeah. their vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I run into them every day. Yeah. The, this is yeah. Alice. One, of, one other thing. Um, because here it, we're saying 5%, and yeah, then well, the resolution we, we said we'll 3 we agreement. may want to change that. So yes, I think yes. that number came off. from some statistics that Inicio had, and I don't know where he got them from. I don't know if he's still on, but... Um, I, I am here. I am okay. here. 
I mean, I, I, my, my, um, uh, recommendation, and, I, and I, I'll look to Mark for a comment too. But my recommendation is to go with the three percent or less than three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that, yeah. Well, I thought yeah. that's what they tell us here yeah. from Georgia all the time. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yes, we probably want less the than three percent itself is even itself an exaggeration. Yeah, me. right, right. But yeah, but they need fine. to stay the same in both yeah, resolutions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, we'll 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 get to that when we go through the. All right, one three. All right. Um, Sheila, do we have any hands up from anyone or do we want to just move with, um, if we don't, then we'll just move with. You haven't had any hands for the last two. <laughs> um, I'm moving. Oh, back. wait a minute. Moving wait on. a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, you give enough time. Doug Powell. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just, I just want to entertain the question. Don't, uh, uh, if I were writing this resolution and I did not, but, um, what I would I would be saying we you know appreciate Biden's uh, you know uh, putting the five billion uh, in the next year's budget mm-hmm. and hope that there will be acceleration <laughs> in future years so that we can catch up with the you know the the uh, the, the needs of of the citizens you know. Well, I guess my, my concern with doing that is we're always advocating for increases. This should really mm-hmm. focus on the fact that we finally have one. We need to yeah, work to get I it. Just focus on this. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that if we start talking about future years, that's going a little beyond the scope of this and getting kind of confusing the issue. The other thing is that I've actually so. seen programs eliminated where people have kind of done that mm-hmm. because they go, well, if it's that woefully far behind, we're never going to catch it up. Let's just mm-hmm. ax it. So I that's, really. Right. Yeah, that's true because right. they, they so. don't like it. You're more and more money. I'll die. But, you know, next year we can always uh, try oh, yeah. to in, in, introduce another resolution to get it further if we, if we get that. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we had a, we had a, excuse me, guys. Um, we had a motion and a second. So all in favor of moving forward with this resolution, say aye. 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 All right. I think I heard from everybody. So again, <coughs> unless anyone objects, we're going to say that that's a, an agreement. We're going to move forward. <clears throat> um Deb, you want to go ahead and read our first one and see if we have If I could just make one other point, okay, really quick. Um, Doug, I think to your your point, and it is is a valid one, I think somewhere we do refer to the fact that this is a, you know, first step or something. I, I think there's something like that implication in there because you're clearly right. We don't mean to say this is the end all and be all, but... Okay. Whereas the only major program that provides specialized services to seniors with vision loss is the Federal Older Individuals Who Are Blind OIB program, and we'll fix the name. Okay. Anything else there? Whereas this program provides funding to every state, it actually, and doesn't it provide some to all the territories? Yes, it does. Every state and territories. Every state and territory. And or, territory. Do we know if it's every 
U.S. territory, or should we say like? No, it's actually or? every U.S. territory. They get a they get a fixed amount. So yeah, yeah. Guam, every U.S. every Guam, state, Guam, and I'm US not prepared territory. to vouch for the U.S. Virgin Islands, but yes. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, tell you what, let's say every state in U.S. territory, and we'll we'll put it on them to. Uh, to figure out that they don't <laughs> to, to, to prove us wrong. Even Idaho. Yeah, even Idaho. Good wow. God. <laughs> Can we declare some states territories? I'd start. <laughs> Idaho yeah. might work oh. for that. <laughs> uh, I live a mile from the Idaho border. For those of you who are wondering where that comes from, oh so God. I get to I get to put up with Idaho, which is really like a different country. Um, <laughs> you must serve well, the best potatoes have at a, your house. That must be incredible. At, at risk of like <laughs> being inflammatory, they do have a city called Moscow there. They do. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're more liberal cities, actually. All right. <laughs> All right. Whereas, this <laughs> whereas this program provides funding to every state and territory for services that include daily living skills, technology. If we, do ter- we should do District of Columbia, really. Okay. You, why don't you do state? Well, that was in Okay, fine. Um, so, um, okay. Um, this program provides funding to every state, territory, District of Columbia, and anything else that moves. Any other place where, where uh, it has any governing authority? And any governing authority by the U.S. that we haven't taken over. <laughs> that include um, daily living skills, technology, and technology training, orientation and mobility, home modifications, and then that's the end of that. Where I at. would do assistive technology devices and services. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the technical term. I that's like good. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, so, oh, I I missed one. Self determination. It was on a separate line. So oh. that's that's the last item. Okay. Whereas less than, and we've changed this to 3% of the 12.5 million seniors with vision loss. Left out in the cold. OIB services, Mm -hmm. right? So throw in experiencing there. Okay, you want the experiencing there? Yeah, somewhere. The first that, one. That's why. Uh, He's an experiential. Chris is an experiential type right. of guy. Experiential guy. That's right. Just don't put suffering with. There. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, well. Suffering <laughs> aloud. Transitioning to. Mark. As Carl Jarvis would say, living in the Elizabethan almshouses. That's always. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch, okay. Thou foul blind spirit. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Can, can, can uh, Debbie? Can I just say one thing? Sure. I just asked, I just asked the lady A here what three percent is of two uh, twelve point five million, uh-huh. and it is three hundred and seventy thousand. I think OIB serves about sixty thousand plus. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Mark is absolutely right. It's less it's like than zero point zero five percent. I'm going to say, yeah. should we put or a like decimal say point in front see. of that three? Yeah, I, I before we start putting numbers in, I I, I would yeah. want a little more confirmation 
about what the no, I programs. Think, I think. So I, I think, think less, just it's good. Like okay. I said, I'll be honest with you. I mean, if we're gonna, we I don't about think putting numbers at all makes it. Well, I wouldn't do any you know because yeah. you know what? B- if we're because gonna, it's so approximately three percent. Well, you know, say if we're gonna no say, we if don't we're know. gonna say less than three or nine or anything like that, yeah. I mean, I don't any. care if it's less than one percent, less than three percent, less than nine percent. It's a don't single digit numbers. number. Yeah. Yeah. don't put any numbers. Let's yeah. just leave it. No, less than three. No, leave it. I'd say leave it less than three. Again, leave it. I think it's fine. Like we put up above. Let's put it on on somebody else to prove us wrong on that. Okay. Whereas the number of seniors uh, with or experiencing or something vision loss (laughs) (laughs) with (laughs) all seventeen people with vision loss. (laughs) (laughs) It's the seventeen that got, and we know them all. Hell, they're on the they're in, they're the AAP on this call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Whereas the number of seniors with vision loss is expected to double by twenty four. Zero point zero zero two percent. See, I I can figure out what two times seventeen is, Mark. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whereas the federal funding level of approximately 33 million, and that one is correct. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Approximately 33 million has not been increased in more than 20 years. In nearly 20 years, I guess it should be nearly. In the- okay. Or yeah. Almost, was- is that what we said? Nearly. nearly. Yeah. I think yes. we said nearly. Yeah, it, we said nearly yeah, I, in the I other one. I think so. so too. I think I'm we know sure what they'll be asking for in another 20 years. Yeah, okay. nearly I'm not going to give a damn. Nearly. <laughs> the, Biden in a, the Biden administration in its 2024 fiscal year budget has um, proposed a paltry $5 million increase. <laughs> <laughs> An unconscionably pusillanimous. <laughs> I like it, yeah. Okay. In OIB funding, I can, which I can, uh, is barely yeah, I can get into that. Increase in OIB funding, right? If, if we're going to say a paltry $5 million, then after funding, I think we need to put in, which is barely a drop in the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fat in the windstorm. Whereas yeah. congressional action <laughs> to provide for this increase would be a major step. This is this is kind of addressing the Doug's question. Point. Really. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Congressional action to provide this increase would be a major step toward ensuring that uh, seniors who are blind or have low vision receive the um Sorry, whoops, receive the specialized services they need. And that's the right. Level. I want to, I, I don't like major because it's not major. Let's say uh, important. An important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like Necessary. That an important step. Okay. Or an initial step. Uh, okay. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Okay. An, an, an initial important Which gets, step. No, you don't no, need important. Just initial, just initial step. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't need important. We're going from 17 to 18. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. To, toward the. OK, let's it's go. like the starfish story. It matters to this one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one who gets it's going to really like it. That's right. That one that one person that gets their extra funding is really going to appreciate it. It's like uh, hen's teeth. Okay, so we're into right. the resolves. Um, hold on, hold on that, just a second. On that last um, 
Whereas <clears throat> at the end, do you want to say uh, to, um, you know, they, they get their services um, to maintain independent living? Where? To live independently or to live as independently as possible or where? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> to me, it would seem like it's implied that... Independent to enable, or I like to maintain independence. Okay, yes, well, <laughs> it's, something, it's yeah, maintain I mean, or increase in the federal language. So, um, okay, so, so should we say to maintain or increase their and independence? I, and I kind of like that because in some cases yeah. you are talking about keeping it, and in some cases and you're talking to, about getting it. I hate it. to add words, but yeah. I don't say yep. they need like in right. order to, yeah, in order to maintain or increase their independence. Good, good call, Doug. Done, just a minute. Okay. Okay. <coughs> and then, uh, by where uh, resolved. Uh, by the power invested in this organization. That this organization. Oh, crud. Uh, okay. That this organization uh, commend the Biden administration. And again, we will commend the or ACB and AAVL. Unless Jeff tells us not yeah, to. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do both here. Biden administration for including the five million paltry dollars, uh, <laughs> <laughs> including the five. Thank you, Caesar. Yeah, Thank you. Pennies. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the coins from the train. Shekels. <laughs> Those shekels. Exactly. Please, may I have another sir? Please. Putting the five million dollar increase in OIB funding in its proposed fiscal year 2024 budget. Uh, yeah. It's resolved that this organization advocate actively with the appropriate congressional leaders and committees to bring about inclusion of this proposed increase in the final fiscal year 2024 budget. Spending I think we need to get rid of actively. Not budget, but spending legislation. That's already, I would, whether it's in the budget or not. Yeah. Okay. And, I would say, and I would say get rid of actively. I well, uh, I don't mind it, and, and I guess I'll let maybe or, the or say but, or or move it but, before. But wait a minute. But let, here's why I wanted it, and you can have it any place you want. I want it to be viewed as kind of an important. I'm not going to say it's a priority, but mm. I, I think it's an important item on our advocacy agenda. Nothing Even wrong. We're not going to get it. There's nothing wrong with saying it's a priority because it is. Yeah. It had well, darn better be a priority because yeah. this thing will be, frankly, by the time it gets yeah. passed in it's July. It's definitely a priority. I mean, I, well, that's why I have actively. So I would do something stronger than actively. If we're, if we're going to do a thing like that, we aggressively? Aggressively. Okay. Yes. Aggressively advocate. Yeah, I like that. Sure. Imperatively, but, but I'd put it before I advocate. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. I frenetically. Sure. Let's do frenetically. <laughs> With reckless abandon. Oh, no, not that. Not that. I'm really going to ask that if anybody on the committee is, is between sessions editing any files in the Dropbox folder, that you would let us know that you're doing that because. We can yeah. start with a different file um, as long as we keep track of the original. Mm -hmm. But it is really disconcerting to have everybody <laughs> not on the same yeah. page. 
So I'm really going to ask that yeah, if you do it, I, please let us know. Yes, yeah, please. The fact that De- the it's fact frustrating that when they're reading one thing and I'm seeing something else. Right. Exactly. right. I would say the fact yeah. that Deb and I both have, because I think we both grabbed it offline, right? And, right? and so the fact that she and I both have, she and I have the same version and y'all that are looking at the probably. And, and I'm working with the ones that I took. I have a different one. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is That's Alice. Weird. And I would just say it, it would seem to me that we, since we edit when we get here anyway, that they leave it as you guys currently have it. I was mm-hmm. going to say the same thing. That's what I prefer. But if, if somebody yeah. has been involved in the writing and they wake up with a brilliant change. But I didn't. felt like I was out in left field someplace. Like, wait a minute, I know. We are well, like I said, yeah. the, the, fact that, the fact that Deb and I, the fact that Deb and I have one version and other people are seeing a different one tell, tells me that somebody has been going in there and making edits to our Dropbox files. So, yeah. yeah. And either, if you do either, find either, it, either you must, don't do please it, or if you're gonna, then definitely let yeah. everybody yeah, know, especially know. probably me and Deb. So, all right. Yeah. Um, all right, now that we've changed um, actively to frenetically and, and moved it, <laughs> um, any other changes in this clause? Nope. Not did we change anyway. the spending legislation yes, at the end? Did. Of the oh, yes, yeah. we did. Yes, oh. we did. Uh-huh, oh, we got great. that. We got that. Um, we, do pass. we already yeah. did that. So what did yeah. you do? You change, you change, what did you change? So we should vote again. Let's vote yeah. three so, times. <laughs> what did you do? So where, yeah, where it says fiscal to, 2024, uh, where it says budget. budget, I changed that to the... Um, spending so, okay, Mark, my, my motion... Hold on, there were three people talking. What was the word we changed? Yeah. Budget to? The word budget to spending legislation. Thank you. Yeah. And right. uh, just to, just an issue, Debbie and and um, Jeff, can we get a, a final copy of these two resolutions to bring to the board tomorrow at the AAVL? Probably not. <laughs> I probably yeah. won't get it. What time is your board meeting? I mean, sir, we, I'll be doing them really soon. But uh, what time is your board oh, meeting? I mean, we really have not changed much. No, what time is your board? Eight, you haven't five o'clock our time. Oh, I, I, I actually think I can make it by five o'clock our time. Okay, so you can communicate with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I'll be put. You. I'll put them in the Dropbox, and I let the list know when I've done that. And Anissio, if you don't have them when you need it by the meeting, you can also ping me, and um, and I'll be happy to get it to you. Okay, great. I'll Thank you so out. much. And then I'll edit them, of course. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, the the thing you're with all sorts getting, of changes, just so just so you guys know <laughs> what you're right. what you're what you're getting. Just to remind everyone is that when I do this, I I do my very miserable best, but I could have missed something. So yeah, I but yeah. nobody should be editing them. That's the chair and the, yeah. the vice chair's prerogative. Yep, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. If I you if you are welcome to look at them in the Dropbox and um. And give me any feedback, either per- privately or to the list, whichever, and and I will make adjustments accordingly. But um, there are five. I have. I am caught up, you know, to tonight. So um, there are five over in the Dropbox in a folder, a review folder there. And please don't edit those yourself. No, no I no, agree. Definitely with do that. not edit anything in that folder. Oh, so those are yeah. the final versions, I guess. Are they? Well, 
I'm going to leave you all for final versions yeah. since you all have sort of signed off on. But these are the adopted ones, ones anyway. Is yeah, they're, right. they're, they're the, the adopted, edited, or approved, edited or passed to the best I could <laughs> based on everything we did. Um, but, but what I would say is, if anybody looks in those review folders and uh, and has a change, do definitely do not make the changes on the document. Let uh, Deb or myself know so that. You know, one of us will make those changes, but we don't want you know, yep. a bunch of people going and making those changes. So def definitely <laughs> do not make any changes. And we changes definitely will. I mean, if you remind us of a change that I missed, I I'm probably mm -hmm. going to agree that that was true and mm -hmm. and we'll fix. I mean, you know, there's not a problem right. with getting them changed. It's just. No, it's just that we want we want to make sure that there's not just, yeah. you know. And I'm folks going and doing it. So, okay. Thank you. Thank you, ladies so, and gentlemen, for these two, uh, um, for these two. Mm -hmm. Thank thank you for these two uh, resolutions. And I got to go to a leadership training event. Thanks, everyone, for doing that. All, All right. right. Sounds good. Enjoy. All right, guys. Take care. Right. And, and Margie is here. And we are. All right. Yeah. Welcome, Margie. And let's see here. What number are we? It's number on? six. <gasps> Prohibited conduct. Six. Yes. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Um, you've got a phone number that's got their hand raised. Okay. And Do who you, is our phone number? All right, 608 ending in 219. Is that Patty? No, it's Peter Heidi. Oh, hi, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hi. Um, I, as I've, I've been listening on, on the Lady A, um, and, and I'm wondering, is, is it the um, uh, legislation or is it the spending, is it the spending legislation or the spending plan? What we want is ultimately the spending legislation to be enacted. So that it would, legislation would be the correct word in, in this okay. yeah, I think case. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure that we were at at the legislative point yet, but that we're not. But, that, but we will, be. And, they, and they probably never will be. Yeah, well, that's why I was wondering uh, the difference between plans. Well, we're and hoping they are. They get there. Well, okay. yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I and will. This one is uh, more likely than the other one. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll go back to listening. All right. Thanks, Peter. Wow, thank you, Peter. All right. All right. So we are on to number six, six on. Uh, Encouraging affiliates to adopt to adopt codes of prohibited conduct. Mm -hmm. All right, and this is submitted by Margie Donovan, who is here. Thank you for coming. Whereas the board of directors of the American Council of the Blind has adopted a policy on prohibited conduct and applicable complaint investigation procedures. And whereas the general purpose of this conduct is to maintain the integrity of its events and online fo forums by increasing, uh, I'm sorry, by creating a welcoming, professional, safe, and respectful environment and for all who attend or participate. And whereas such a code of prohibited conduct is intended to ensure that event participants have a procedure under which to direct complaints about conduct that may rise to the level of a serious violation of law or that might be less serious in nature, 
but uh, uh, I'm sorry. What what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't do it. Minimal to to the it's it the the M's missing. Minimal to the values of the organization, and whereas it is commendable that some ACB affiliates have chosen to adopt their own versions of a prohibited code of conduct, and whereas although this appropriate content. Yeah. Although the appropriate content for an affiliate's code of prohibited conduct uh, document will certainly differ based upon an abundance of circumstances that may be unique to that affiliate. Now, therefore, it uh, be resolved that this organization and it's a, uh, that this organization urge its affiliates to adopt a code of prohibited conduct and accompanying implementing procedures in order to enable individuals to file complaints about acts um, that affiliate that affiliates deem to be prohibited conduct and procedures for how those complaints uh, can be heard and resolved. So, so Margie, I, I'm going to put on my, I've been trying not to do this usually, but since this would come directly to the board, I, I, I want to stop being co-chair or uh, vice chair for a second and be the president for a second. And, and one of the, so when we adopted the prohibited conduct policy, we took it to the presidents of the affiliates um, as part of their hump day thing, but also we, we sent it out to them. And at that time, we encouraged that if they deemed it appropriate for their affiliate, that they could use this if they so chose as a model. Um, but it might really way not be appropriate. It's, it's, kind of way overkill for many of the size of our affiliates um, to to actually do it in this way. So we offered at that time to be a resource if any wanted that assistance. And some of them uh, definitely took us up on it so that there are uh, some in process and there are some that are completed. But I, I actually think that that's about all that that we can actually do at the national level because the affiliates are um, independent entities. And sometimes when I ask them to do something, they want to do the opposite. So <laughs> I, I just think that, that I'm not sure that this is, that there's something more than what we've actually done that we could do. Um, but if, you know, I mean, I could, you know, remind them again that we're available to help, but that's about all I can do. And I just don't know if this needs a resolution for that when I'm actually willing to remind them again that we would be glad to help. But beyond that, I don't think there's anything here that we can do. And I'm interested to hear from you what that Sure. Was. Sure. Um, so I am fully aware that we have some very small affiliates that this would not be appropriate and, and that, that each affiliate will make their own choice. So this is the first I'm hearing. It was made available to presidents. However, um, presidents may not, as in California, have shared that with, um, with its members. And um, I think by having the, um, if the resolution were to pass, 
I think we'll have many of various state members in attendance, either in person or in Zoom, and it would give more teeth than just suggesting, asking. A resolution gives more teeth, and therefore, um, members may get more involved to have one in their state develop. Um, and this comes out of some incidences that have taken place in a number of affiliates in which I'm in, involved in. And um, there's no procedural for handling such situations. So I, I just think it's a little bit more than the president just announcing it again. It, the convention is saying, yes, we sh we're recommending this. So Yes. Yeah, so if so, if if this is happening in affiliates, I guess the question and I'm not doubting you that it could happen. The the question that I would have is, are the members asking? Because I think the members have more leveraging in an affiliate than does than does the national office. So, you know, or the national board. So so it seems like if the if the members asked their affiliate to do this. Um, I can tell you that when we um, had the public forums on the prohibited conduct policy, we um, definitely uh, shared it with members. We shared it with members in as many ways as we could um, figure out to do so and invited their input. And we took a great deal of that input and used it as a matter of fact. Um, Chris was Chris Bell was part of that, so um, others too. Um, but but we um, you know but basically um, and we will be you know in in the national report from the for the convention. Of course, one of the things that I will be reporting is that we did revise it and adopt it. And again, I'm more than glad to to tell affiliates to tell the whole world you know that that we support people to do this, but I, I, I just don't, I, I actually just, you know, whatever the resolutions committee decides, but, but I don't think this will have the impact um, that you think it will, because there's really not something else we can do other than the resolution will be passed, but there's not an action here that we can actually take. That and, and Deb, who we, Deb, I think you're, it would you're, be the I mean, board. She's asking for yeah. the board. I know, but, but well, but she's also, well, I mean, if it's a resolution, that the members want this correct. Um, mm -hmm. Then that obviously says uh, more about the need for the policy than if we don't have a resolution. And I well, agree and with here, that. And, and here would be my question, I guess, as a state president is what did ACB do once the board adopted it to let their members know and I guess like to sign off on when a member attends an ACB event, be it a, a community call or be it a going, attending a convention, um, what does ACB do to let their members know that those policies in place and that if they well, violate it. Yeah, we, we, we had several community calls and several notices mm -hmm. with the information about the policy and when it would be adopted and where it would be located on the website. So, you know, like mm -hmm. I said, we did all that. And so if we do it again, it would just be that we do it again. But, but I don't need a resolution to do it again. I would be willing to just do it. Right. The I think it's a stronger statement. Whenever you're ready. It's a stronger statement coming from the body of ACB than the president, than the board. It's the body saying, hey, we need our affiliates to look at this. Well. Okay. 
the other concern I have is when a resolution like this passes on an internal matter, I think then um, what's going to happen is that states are going to almost expect us at the national level to be able to guide them and i'm not sure we are able yeah to really offer that level of assistance because every state is so different right so i do agree that maybe other avenues should be taken another president's meeting maybe somebody writing an article um about you know the need for codes of conduct but i'm just not sure that a resolution is a good way to implement your concern margie i i it's a close one i agree but i i i i think i'm not in favor of it Well, this is Alice. Would you like to take this hand? Oh, yeah, of course. I heard Alice. Well, I mean, there's different avenues. I mean, Margie could withdraw it. The committee could. Mr. Chairman. A couple of different. Hold on. Um, The committee could have a couple of different recommendations. We could go a couple of different ways. Um, And who is that? Mitch Pomerantz, chair of the Prohibited Conduct Committee. I I heard Mitch. And then after Mitch, I heard, I think it was Alice. Alice and Chris. I heard two people start talking, so I think that's the order we're going. So go ahead, Mitch. Ladies and gentlemen, I speak in the strongest possible support for this resolution. As someone who was involved with uh, now President Cook Lewis in drafting our prohibited conduct policy, as someone who worked for well over a year uh, with our State Department of Rehabilitation to Uh, address this policy, this issue seriously. Uh, I believe that it is absolutely imperative that you pass a resolution and send it to the membership. Here's why. We need to say to our state affiliates, and we said it last in last year's resolution to an extent, that this is a critical issue that we need them to take under consideration. We now need to come back and reaffirm that position. I have already been contacted by one ACB affiliate, which is looking at drafting a policy, and I will commit publicly tonight that if any affiliate wishes assistance in drafting such a policy, I will lend whatever expertise I can in that process. I urge you to pass this resolution. It is one more affirmative step in telling our affiliates we take this matter seriously. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch. And Alice, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I'm, I'm really not in favor of this resolution. And, and that being because of kind of what Deb has says, I, I often more and more seems like we're 
um, going to the, the state of letting the board decide for our state affiliates what they should be doing. And I just, that bothers me. And I'm not saying that, that we should, I mean, every state should have, because I would think you could have other um, cause reaction among your state if, if a member feels like you're doing something and not doing anything about it. But I just, I don't feel like, I just, I just feel like we're overstepping again as far as onto the state affiliates and their, their rights as a, I mean, we're supposed to be from the bottom up and I'm beginning to feel more and more And this resolution kind of brought that to me that we're starting to get more like from the top down and that just bothers me. All right. Thanks, Alice. Uh, Chris, I think you're next. Yeah, I have to say um, the uh, North Carolina Council of Blind uh, did enact a uh, conduct policy prior to the revision. So we, we did it, and I changed it to meet the limitations given our size. Um, but, you know, I, I don't really think – I think it's an important thing to do, and I don't think it's so hard. Um we need to revisit again, given the changes that were made. But, you know, I, I think I think the issue is a big deal. And I don't think doing it at a state affiliate level is necessarily difficult. So. All right. Thank you. Do we have do we have any other committee members before we go to see if we have any hands up? All right, not hearing any. Um, Sheila, do we have anybody with a hand up? No, sir. Okay. So, having heard a couple of different sides on this, uh, do we have any motion for this resolution? I'm a, I move that we um, do, uh, do not pass this, that we. Yeah. And I'll second that. And I'll second that. This is Renee. <clears throat> we have a motion and a second for a do not pass. Um, since this is the first of these that we've had, I will entertain. Is there any further discussion on that? See, this is a tough one for me because yeah. if the members want this, they can write it themselves. I mean, well, no, 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 no. Well, the president can adopt something. No, no, no. Hold on. My, my, Hold on. Let, let, him let, him speak. let him speak. If the members, this is a very tough resolution, and it's on an internal matter. And I, I'm a little reluctant uh, just being a member of this committee to determine whether the membership wants this resolution. And so I'm reluctant to vote a do not pass. There are some things that are so clear that, yeah, I can vote a do not pass. But this is, I don't know, I'm reluctant to, you know, basically We would tell still bring it forward, though, wouldn't we, we could, Jeff, with a recommendation? Yeah, we would. Whatever the recommendation is. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm still going to go forward. Yeah. I, I know that. Because you thing do we have could a couple do. hands that are not on your committee, I believe. So whenever you're ready. Okay. All right. Thanks, Sheila. Because the other thing we could do, remember, is and the, the maker and seconder would have to withdraw theirs, but we could move this forward with no recommendation. If, if folks would feel better about that. 
Um, this is Marissa, and I have mixed feeling on this also because, mm-hmm. um, and, and the reason being, and is that we say, I mean, we uh, and uh, we we know um, majority of of people like know what is an inappropriate and what isn't, but um, my concern is I am seeing um, on email list. Um, I have on there on various email lists. I've seen some um, appropriate uh, inappropriate language with an email that um, kind of made made me think of the when um, uh, when Dan Spoon said at the convention last year to be kind to others. So, and also, I have been in a situation personally where um, my uh, health has recently been affected by somebody's uh, uh, conduct. And so um, I know like that, that a conduct um, like has been adopted and all, but I think that um, I'm reluctant to say, no, don't pass because of the, because of what I've seen. And especially what I have experienced within the last, um, within the last couple of weeks or so. I know um, it has caused me, I can't go into details, but I can say that it has caused me great anxiety and has affected uh, my health. So I think that if, say, we pass this resolution, that it would strengthen the um, argue, uh, argument that, you know, we have something in writing that, yes, such and such behaviors are inappropriate slash will not be tolerated. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank if, you. if um, it's moved, if the majority wants to do uh, an, uh, no recommendation, I would go along with that um, if, if it would make um, it more comfortable. Yeah. And let the membership yeah, decide. Yeah, I'd be okay no. with that. Okay, well, then I'll withdraw my second. Or, or I guess since uh, I think was it Donna and, and Renee, I just both heard say you'd be okay with that. And yes. you have the, the maker yeah. and the seconder. So if you guys are willing to change that to you know just yeah. change your motion, then we can just go that and we'll, we'll have a motion of uh, okay of a uh, of no recommendation. All right. And I, yeah. I, you know, the sense I'm getting here on this discussion is. I don't think anybody is against the sentiment of the, you know, of how important no. it is to have this kind of a, a code of um, code of conduct, basically, you know, thing. I think the the feelings I'm getting are more whether or not ACB as an organization should should be, you know urging or if it getting involved, you know, with, with telling its affiliates to do this. So, um, all right. Uh, Shay, let's go ahead and hear from our folks that we have with their hands. It's a shame I'm hosting Donna, Donna Clarence. <laughs> Hi there. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm hearing all of this discussion and I heard what, uh, you know, Gabe was asking, um, you know, as far as, well, what did ACB do, you know, to get this out to the members and, you know, blah, 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 and so on. So I am taking off my, you know, uh, the hat of, you know, my, my 
personal individual voice matters and we're a bottom-up organization hat. And I'm putting on my hat of a person uh, who runs uh, a not-for-profit, which ACB also is, and it's a unique not-for-profit um, because of the membership structure as well. And saying that I would hope that this committee would do a do pass and regardless this is going to go to the floor it would be great if it went to the floor with the committee's do pass thinking of protecting acb as our parent organization or whatever word you want to use if you don't like parent it could be whatever um because this is the strongest of the strongest version of ACB going on record saying, hey, we've done this. We urge you as our affiliates to do this so that if anything ever came upon ACB in the legal arena, then you'd have everything to show and this resolution adopted by the body of the membership, hopefully, but supported by its committee in place, that is the resolutions committee. So that is the reason why I would urge all of you in this day and age that we live in to come in support of this resolution, thinking about protecting our ACB, if anything ever happened legally. Thank you. Okay, next Interesting. Interesting Mitch is here on a uh, on a different phone line. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be in Schaumburg and I will speak as strongly as possible in support of this resolution. I'm okay with the resolutions committee uh, not making a recommendation, although frankly, um, it disappoints me. This wouldn't be the first time, and it won't be the last, that we urge our affiliates in the strongest possible language to do something. Yes, we're a confederation, but that doesn't mean that we can't let them know what we believe they should do. And yes, we, we know there are affiliates that whatever we tell them, just by dint of the fact that they're contrarians by nature, will do the opposite. I dealt with that for six years as ACB president, and you know what? We survived it. But there were times, and there are times now, that we have to speak strongly, affirmatively, and directly in this day and age when there is a lawyer on every corner, sorry, Mr. Bell and Mr. Tom, hey. that is <laughs> ready, willing, and able to sue at the drop of a hat, we need to make sure that our affiliates do whatever they must to protect themselves. So if you don't want to make a recommendation to the organization, that's fine. We'll let our membership decide, but I hope that our membership 
is wise enough that they will pass this resolution and then go back to their affiliates, as several have done. And I thank you again, Mr. Bell, for, for dealing with this in your state. I don't know how many others have done so, but this is key, not only to, to having a, a strong organization, an organization that cares about its members, but an organization yep. that also cares and wants to make sure that its affiliates don't ultimately uh, get bankrupted by, by an attorney who sees, uh, sees a way to make a, make a name for him or herself. Thank you. I want to add a, a legal point on what. Yeah, but also. Well, hold on. Let me man. just do this legally. So <sighs> the reason why organizations adopt prohibited conduct policies is that it is an important element of a defense should they be sued uh, mm-hmm. for, let's say, sex harassment. Mm-hmm. So in situations where there is no policy, okay, um, under Supreme Court precedent, um, the organization can be liable or is easier to be liable because it hasn't taken a position and therefore <laughs> acts of managers and supervisors where they're, where they're not acting in contravention of, of a policy, um, there's much greater potential for liability to the organization just because it doesn't have such a policy. And since we're talking about affiliates that are independent nonprofit corporations generally, um, you're, you're possibly looking at, as Mitch said, uh, getting sued, not having a policy, and getting your budget wiped out. That's, that's a possibility if without a policy. Gabe, you I'll have a hand whenever. Yeah, and you have a hand And I'll go after Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. I've had a long day and I can't pick out five voices talking at once. Well, you have Renee and then Jeff, and you do have a hand. So Okay. All right. Thank you. So go ahead, Renee. All right. Thank you. Um, in Illinois and in other affiliates, what they have done was they have taken that national. Uh, code of conduct, and they have changed the wording so it incorporates their state. So really, they have a lot of affiliates have <clears throat> adopted the, um, the 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 resolution that it was already passed and changed it so that it's in their state, not not any of the other wording, but just changed it so that it reflects their state or their affiliate. So I don't understand why we need another resolution about about this. I mean, because in my mind, we already have a, a national code of conduct and all they have to do is change the wording to the California Council, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in Illinois, you know, and any state that, that they can make it fit their particular state and maybe work work with that. I don't. I don't understand why we need another resolution. Um, so encourage states to do that. They're already encouraged because there's a national policy, and if there's a national policy um, uh, uh, resolution that's already been, and it's a code of conduct that's in place. It's a very strong code of conduct, I might add. 
that the the slightly titled the wording can also be made and to the to match what they need and what's to guarantee that even if you do pass this resolution each president is going to you know tell their constituents uh hey this is the code of conduct they pass it around and you know there's no guarantees really for anything but you you have one in place that's national and they it's already being adopted i don't want to repeat get repetitive All right. All right. Thank, thanks, Renee. And so in the, in the interest of it being uh, this here on the West Coast, 6.20, and uh, we are scheduled for about another 40 minutes. I'm going to ask Jeff to quickly make his statement. We'll hear from the person that we had with a hand up, um, hopefully quickly, and then we'll take a vote. <laughs> well, so anybody- we need to get moving, so we may only hear from one. So um, go ahead, Jeff. Anybody who changes their mind deserves condemnation. But the only thing worse than that is to be persuaded and not to admit you may have been wrong. I think Donna has persuaded me, not because, not because I think this resolution is going to be the magic bullet that gives us legal protection, because I honestly don't. But because I do think it is an important arrow in the quiver of protecting an organization and because frankly it probably won't do too much harm to pass it and and therefore i think that you know my first reaction uh when i temper it and really think about it i i think i can live with this resolution and it does have some merit okay thank you jeff um I think we're going to have to just go with the first hand that was up, Sheila, and then we're going to, I'm going to ask the committee to make a vote. Peter. Peter, go ahead. I I would like to speak as a pastor in the church Um, of all the places that have, has needed this kind of policy has been the church over the last, well, ever. Um, (laughs) But that the, um, to, to uh, bring the code of conduct, into the uh, conversation of the local affiliates, and I speak now as the new president of ACDW, um, that there is to to make it the entire um, affiliate aware of what the code of conduct is, is something that makes the president, uh, certainly as a pastor, um, making my congregation uh, go through all of this, there was a kind of freeing, um, a kind of freedom that comes to you in knowing that everybody is at least aware of what the policy is. And there's a kind of safety in that, that uh, you, that everybody in the, in the organization then understands what that code of conduct is. So I would vote in favor of this resolution. All right. Thank you, Peter. Do we actually have a motion on the table or no? Yes, and that's what we're going to move to right now, is that we have a motion for a, do, or for a, uh, a no recommendation. So, no, I thought uh, we had a motion to recommend against as opposed to a, a blank. No, I, thought, I thought they changed. There was a no, there was oh, a no oh, recommendation, right. and then that's they changed right. it to, to no you're right, you're right. I'm to to okay. not have any recommendation. Yep. So there was a recommendation for a do not pass, and now they now the, the two makers had agreed to change that to a no recommendation motion. So 
that's the motion we have on the floor right now. So I'm going to ask all of the committee members only here. Uh, if you want to vote in favor of that resolution, say aye. Aye. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Hold it. Oh. You better explain. Let's make sure the motion's really clear for people. Yeah. Okay. So the motion is that this committee does not have any recommendation. So what would happen is um, if, the, if that motion passes, we would go through and we would do our normal editing, but it would go to the floor. Um, and there's somebody with a lot of background noise that isn't muted That's there. Me. But um, but what would happen is it would go to the floor with no recommendation. And so at that point, somebody on the convention floor would have to make a motion as opposed to us just, you know, on all the ones we've done so far, we've had a due pass. And so it wouldn't really require any, any motion for it to move forward or go do what the committee or what the convention wants. Does that make sense to everyone? Is there any questions on that? All right. Uh, I do have a question or clarification. If, if, this motion is voted down. <laughs> there can be another motion, correct? Yeah. One way or correct. the other. Yeah. Which I'm hoping to make. I, I yeah. just wanted to let's, clarify that. For yes. Let's 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 okay. vote this no, motion down. Because so we've had because we, we had motions. Left. We had convent, We had uh, resolutions last year that we had to go through right. three motions so let's before vote. we finally got to yeah. a decision. So, well, in the interest of time, do we want to cancel this? These motions and just feel what what, what the committee wants. If if everybody wants a Somebody wants to make a motion for a due pass. I do. So can I, as I'm the one that vote, said, so can I withdraw my motion? Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll you, the second. and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to. And you can still vote no if you don't yeah, want it. That's pass. right. I understand. Right. But I'm going to, I'm going to say why I'm withdrawing it. Okay. Because I've had an opportunity to hear some people speak. I, I, I still, I, I, I heard what Debbie said. And. <laughs> Um, and, and that, and, and I thought about that and I just couldn't see where it would make a difference because she said she was going to strongly recommend it. So I felt like, oh, well, this is just a waste of time having this resolution if she's going to do it anyway. But, um, I got to thinking about it too, after I heard people speak and I agree that it's really important that um, our affiliates have this conduct code of conduct. It's incredibly important. Um, and I don't, I don't want it to. And I felt like I was starting to look like I didn't agree with that. I do. So that's why I'm going to withdraw it because I think it's really important. And I think it's better to be a little, overzealous with this and let them have this um, then not let it do it at all because it still could somebody still could say let's pass it so okay. let's just all go right. with it thank, thank you for that so Mark you wanted to make a motion yep so move do pass alright we have second. a second for that okay thank you we have a motion and a second I think we've discussed mm. it a bunch so all in favor of a do pass recommendation say aye Aye. 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 Anybody opposed? Say nay. Nay. I believe the eyes have it. So, 
With that being said, and I think we've done plenty of discussion on this. Do we would like a reading? Yes. Uh I'd just like to say thank you to the committee. All right. Thanks, Margie. (laughs) For hearing all the discussion on both sides. The the invoice is in the mail, Margie. So just (laughs) be be ready for that. (laughs) I think I have to pay Donna and Mitch first. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you probably do. With some of the five million that Biden's going to appropriate to the OIB program. All right, guys, we're we're running out of time, so let's move on. Mr. Chairman, I'm going to have a maker's mark in celebration. All right, you do that. Outstanding. (laughs) Pour one for me and keep it on the on the counter. What's a maker's mark? Shall do, Mark. All right, right, guys. All right, are we ready? The board of directors of the American Council of the Blind (ACB) has adopted a policy on prohibited conduct and applicable complaint investigation procedures. That's the first cause. Straightforward. The general purpose of this document is to maintain the integrity of its events and online forums by creating a welcoming, professional, safe, and respectful environment for all who attend or participate. Keep going. Yep. Such a code any, of, any... such a code of prohibited conduct. Now we actually call it a policy. We don't call it a code anywhere in right. CB. So I wonder. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we get rid of code to policy. Yeah, I think I would recommend that just right off. So such a yeah. policy of prohibited conduct, yeah, is intended to yeah. ensure that event participants have a procedure under which to direct complaints about conduct that may rise to the level of a serious violation of law or that might be less serious in nature, but inimical to the values of the organization. Good word, inimical. Very cool. Yeah, I don't think people will know what it is, but yeah. That's why I put it in there. I, I was going to say, Jeff, did you write this? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Um, okay, right. are we good? Are, are we good with that? Yeah. Uh, did it say code of conduct at the end? So should did we need to uh, change the code to policy? No, no again? it does not have code. No, it doesn't have code. It's uh, maybe less serious in nature, but inimical. I wanted oh. to again to the values of the organization. No, there's no code. Okay, no okay, code. it's the next. It's the next one. Yeah, it is. It is commendable that some ACB affiliates have chosen to adopt their own versions of a prohibited and, and I would say conduct policy here right. in the code of conduct, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, although this appropriate, I'm sorry, what am I doing? Uh, although this appropriate content for an affiliate's code of prohibited conduct, I'll take that code out again. Yeah. Uh, document uh, will certainly differ based upon an abundance of circumstances that may be unique to that affiliate. Uh, and that's all of the whereases. That last whereas doesn't sound quite right to me. That's only part of, isn't there another part of the sentence or, or no, either that or the, although. Where it's a, yeah, it, there ought to be another part, but because yeah. it yeah. just is where, whereas, although the appropriate content for an affiliate's code of prohibited conduct document will certainly differ based upon an abundance of circumstances that may be unique to that affiliate. Uh, I would take out the although. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't even yeah. need that word. And so then it will just read 
the appropriate content for an affiliate's con- code yeah. of prohibited conduct document uh, will certainly differ based upon an abundance of circumstances that may be unique to that affiliate. My brain must. I would get rid of an abundance of. I would well, say an array or many or you know. I think well, no, no, no. I think you can just say circumstances. Differ. That circumstances okay. will differ. Mm-hmm. Differ based upon, based upon a plethora, on, a myriad circumstances. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we can just sort of clean that whole thing up there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, get rid of an abundance of sure. Yeah. And circumstances that may be unique uh to that affiliate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that works okay. Uh, well, that, if forget. that's the last whereas clause, I want to add a whereas clause. Okay. I think I heard Margie oh. in there too. No, you. I, I. I was okay with removing okay. that part. Yeah. Okay. okay. Chris says a whereas. So Chris. Okay. So, and I'll need help because my brain is just about dead. Um, whereas, an affiliate risks liability. What damages? Legal liability is that what you said? Legal liability. Legal liability for damages. Should it not? adopt a policy prohibiting conduct which is unlawful such so as Chris, could I, hold on oh, you're going a little fast sorry wait go ahead Jeff. could i uh, uh at least assert that maybe that ought to be phrased rephrased to say that uh sort of the other way that uh, inclusion of a policy of conduct can help the, to yep, mitigate. Yep, yep. Right, right. Because I don't think I you can say that having that policy or not is necessarily going well, to And you don't want to hand a lawyer an excuse yeah. just to basically make the argument for them. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. But I mean, I think we need to alert people that there is potential liability for not having a policy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you? So what are you wanting to say? Whereas, so what was it, Jeff? I, I just think it should say whereas a policy of conduct can help to mitigate or or alleviate, maybe can help to alleviate legal liability. Of mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know what the rest of it was that you how you put it, Chris, but. Claims of inappropriate or unlawful conduct. I wouldn't yeah. even, yeah, I guess I was just going to say legal liability and leave it there, frankly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Short and sweet to the point. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say can, I would say may. May? Well, yes, yeah, may is better. May is better, may. sure. Okay, well, we'll do that. All right, we'll fix that up. Um, I, I guess, could, we, could we add, you know, may mitigate? It, and then at the end of that, which which might which might arise it, it, in the absence of a policy. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's okay. That's yeah, fair. I like that. Yeah. All right. In the absence of such a policy. Okay. All right. Okay. So now we are at the resolves uh, that this organization urge its affiliates to adopt a and again prohibited conduct policy um, uh, and accompanying implementing procedures in order to enable individuals to file complaints about acts that the affiliate deem to be 
prohibited conduct and procedures for how those complaints can be heard and resolved. That kind of says that twice. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. And P.S. If you have any questions, call Mitch day or night. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said so. Well, it's just a <laughs> and accompanying. I'm sorry, accompanying implementing procedures in order to enable individuals to file complaints about acts that the affiliate deem to be prohibited conduct and procedures for how those complaints can be heard and resolved. We've kind of said that twice. I mean, I think we have in order to enable individuals to file complaints. I think it could almost just stop at complaints or complaints about about the acts that the affiliate deemed to be prohibited conduct. And I would just stop there because you've already Mm -hmm. said Got how about in order, order for complaints to be acted upon with respect to whatever, you know, because okay. it's it's filed. Right, it's more than right. just filed, but yeah, you don't yeah, need all that other stuff. Complaints. Right, right. Okay. That this organization urges its affiliates to d- adopt the policy and, a compliment, and accompanying, I don't know why I can't say that word, accompanying <sighs> implementing procedures. Good God. Uh, in In order to enable inv- individuals to file complaints. No, I actually, it's just say in order to enable affiliates and affiliate or affiliates to act upon okay, to act complaints upon for. Filed. A, oh, okay. Just to act upon complaints of prohibited conduct or whatever. Okay. Yes, right. that works. I think that works well. Enable. That's the key right there. To act. Enable affiliates to act on. Complaints. How many versions of this are being written? Uh, generally, uh, Gabe and I are both writing, and that way we, and then we have the recording, which I use in the editing. Uh, to enable affiliates to act on complaints of prohibitive conduct. Yeah. Yes. yes. Period. Much shorter. Period. Just stop right there. Because otherwise, it was going around a circle. Truncated. Kind of was. Yeah. Done. Okay. Cool. So what does urging look like? What? <laughs> what? No, no, I I'm asking I'm asking I'm asking the question, what does urging in this case look like? I I, I as a maker, I would say that urging looks like if this passes, sending a copy of it to each affiliate. Okay, then tell us to do- Okay. Okay. A copy of the resolution and the co- code of conduct. Well, the code of conduct is online, so or the policy. But, I mean. Right. Yeah. No, we'll it's, just. It's not a code of conduct. <laughs> yeah, but we'll yeah, send policy. them the resolution. Yeah. And, I mean, and and in and we would tell them, of course, where to find the where to find our policy. Right. But I really have to tell you that most of our affiliates would not be able to uh, adopt our policy because of the 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 level yeah. of people that it takes just to implement it so um they're welcome to it but most of them could not well and each state can do its own thing here i mean if they're little they don't have the team to investigate therefore it may be simpler it, it's basically what you're saying deb yeah is exactly. the person power to do to investigate but 
if you send them where they can find the ACB policy, they can look at ours, right? They can course. look at that one at least to have a starting point. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just isn't to everybody isn't everybody going to read this code of conduct as part of the sign up for the convention? No, so not that. That was, no. No. And that was my. And that was my. <laughs> what am I thinking and, of? And that was actually where my question was headed earlier. <laughs> is you know, how do I, as somebody that is signing up to attend the convention, know that I'm agreeing to this policy? We have a specific. Um, there, there is language in the convention form. You'll see it next yeah. week. Um, that that describes. I mean, that does describe mm-hmm. basically like a software how licensing agreement. You know, I think that's what I was picturing. A, yeah, because yeah. as a as a state president, you know, that's what I want to know is. How so do I the, tell part, the that part that is actually the policy, but see, our document is a very lengthy procedural yes. document. Yes, so it, it is. is. Not, we, we, I believe the convention, I would need to look, but I believe it tells you where it is. But really, we spell out the actual expectations in the convention document. So, um, you know, so I think we, mm-hmm. I think we do. I think we're okay there. I, I, I think. You know we're okay there, but but I think that my question is what what constitutes urging. So if urging is that we send a copy to all affiliates and we and in that we tell them where to find the resources we have, which is totally reasonable, that is doable. Mr. Chairman, you have you yeah. have a hand raised, Gabe. And <laughs> okay, just I heard just a FYI. I heard a Mr. Chairman, and I hear that we have a hand up. This is, this is Mitch, who's going to be volunteer yes, day and night. Makers mark in Yes, what does our 24-7 volunteer on? Uh, Actually, I don't have any makers mark. I'm drinking a red breast. Um, oh, dear. I, you might want to expand the urge to also offer the assistance of the prohibited conduct committee because i already indicated my willingness to do that i think the other members of the committee uh, would likewise be willing to assist but i'm certainly willing beyond uh, sending the copy or a copy to those affiliates who also lend uh, our expertise the, the committee's expertise in crafting a document that would be uh, uh, usable by the affiliate. So, Mitch, I would like to object. Yeah, I would like to object just a little bit. I I certainly don't mind if the committee offers to do that, and the committee can offer to do that right on the floor in any way it wants. But I am a little bit uncomfortable about the organization committing the committee to that. And I, uh, yeah, and I, and so I, I'm really reluctant to actually have that as a requirement of the resolution. But that you would offer it well, is not a problem. But I, I think, yeah, I think what I, he's offering I, is that that you, part of your urging the affiliates. Not yeah, as, that's not what I'm saying. Is I don't to the resolution. I don't want it to be part. I don't want it to be part of the absolute expectation. Um, because then, you know, we may not be able to meet that expectation. Would, and would, so, Deb, would you feel better if, if we say if requested? You know, if, if an affiliate comes to you or comes to a member of the board or whomever and says, we'd like some assistance in drafting a policy, uh, thereby they're requesting assistance, 
would would that you know? So I want to ask it? Jeff um, because I'm a little bit concerned. Um, you know, in in the legal side of this, um, if they really were just changing the names to protect the innocent and adopting our policy, I probably wouldn't be too uncomfortable with that. But since most of them are going to be, you know, and I don't mind offering what what we can, but I feel like this is a big offer that I that may be a lot for the organization to take on from a legal standpoint. Well, obviously. You know, as I tell people, I dropped out of law school before it had an impact on me. But nonetheless, uh, you know, as you know, I've worked in this field. Uh, I, I feel pretty uh, confident in 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 my expertise and the expertise of the other members of the committee. Uh, I'm 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 simply suggesting that to make make it. Uh, perhaps more palatable to some of our affiliates who might say, well, we want to do this and we know what the, the national have a clue. document says, but yeah. we really would like some, some help in crafting something. I'm simply mm -hmm. saying that, you know, if requested and however you want to word it, that, that we as an organization offer that kind of assistance again, and however, way you want to word that i think that that's perhaps the the, the thing that that we do that that would take some of the reluctant affiliates and, and get them to say well if acb will provide some assistance then uh yeah let's do, do it. it let's at least and i as i said earlier uh, i've already been contacted by an affiliate and we've already provided some input to it and and I was happy to do that, and I I'm perfectly fine with other affiliates doing likewise. This is Alice, and I would just say that it certainly makes it more palatable to me because if we're going to tell them, you're going to tell them as the national organization, we urge you strongly to do this, then you you need to offer that assistance. Not to put words I, in his mouth. But I feel like that's kind of where Jeff, Jeff is that kind of where your initial hesitancy at the beginning came from was uh, if ACB is telling affiliates or urging affiliates to do this, then. Yeah, I wasn't concerned that we could them. offer assistance. What I was concerned that we are specifically committing a set of people who may mm -hmm. change over time. Uh, committees do change and other things change. And. So I I am reluctant well, for the so maybe there's a maybe there's a maybe there's kind of a middle ground here. Well, I was going to discuss that too. Yeah. That what when you, you when you send it out to the affiliates and say, you know, here's this here's our you know here's this resolution here's where you can find the ACB policy. If you as a president you know would like some assistance, let me know. Sure. You know, and then you kind of have it in your back pocket that yeah. you know, is going to at if, least for the foreseeable a, future. A if a convention comes to you, or if a uh, affiliate comes to you and says, "Yes, Madam President, we would like some help," you know, then you have Mitch's offer there as, as right. something that or you, other, you can go or, 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 or even another way to do it would be if you know, obviously, if you know, President authorizes it. For Mitch to put an article in the forum on behalf of his committee and say that, you know, in light of this resolution, 
we will offer assistance. Okay. I would be more comfortable with all of that. Both of those, Mm -hmm. both Mm -hmm. of those options would be much, much more flexible for me. Right. Yeah. So it it just kind of, it doesn't, doesn't put it out there saying contact Mitch. It's that, you know, you can kind of be the funnel for it. So I I like that. I like having the president be the funnel. Mm-hmm. I'm fine Mr. for that. I, yeah. uh, I'm I'm fine with with all of those options, uh, okay. including a uh, an article in the forum at, at some point in the not too distant future. I was going to say, sounds like uh, you might be able to get a head start on uh, head start on that and get your article going. So um, that right, would work for any- me. I'm okay. <laughs> All right. So does that kind of help you out, Deb, as yes, president? Assuming yes. that this, you know, assuming that this uh, resolution ends up passing, it kind of helps you to know at this point already to have an idea of what uh, what urging those affiliates is going to look like. So sure. No, um, All right. Did uh, Sheila? Do we have any hand, other hands up? No, and I'm really sad that I'm hosting. <laughs> Oh, well, no, we'll, we'll give you permission. No. Ah, take a shot, Sheila. Take a shot, yeah. No. 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 I think, no, we're, I think no. we're at the end. Go ahead, speak. No, speak. No, I, speak. I, no, I, as a president of an affiliate, I'm going to um, take, take, yeah. off yeah. half, take off She's your hosting hat for a second. Ignore, <laughs> ignore all the hands that, that are going can, out. We can adjourn and, the uh, meeting, and before you close the, before you close the room, we can, you can give us your opinion. I can, yeah, we can stop the recording and then I'll give my opinion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you can, you are where you can stop the recording. This is a new okay. Sheila. We're oh, yay, from. Sheila. This is good. This is Donna. Now I know what to do. <laughs> As a Zoom hoster. <laughs> anyway, is that All the right. last of your All right, minute? Sheila, spit the words out. Uh, this is our last resolution. Jake, Gabe, yeah. did you want to announce what we're doing on Tuesday that it would be good? Um, or would you like me to sure, look it up and announce it? <laughs> give me, give me, give me one moment here to get there. And I failed on the community notice. To we have four resolutions for Tuesday, so you better be more efficient, guys. All right. Um, and I failed this, the fourth there. one in the community announcement. So the other announcement that is going out that you'll all receive several copies of uh we'll have all four resolutions listed in it but i screwed up on the community no prior editing (laughs) (laughs) hopefully all right tuesday will be may 16th and the resolutions that we have jumping around on me here we go okay may 16th we have resolution number four which is establishing acb policy for member referrals Uh, we have resolution number eight which is dealing with dominion voting system accessibility we have resolution number 13, which is dealing with ride sharing. And we have resolution number 12, which is dealing with funding for um, IRA or similar services. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to, instead of saying IRA or similar services, we're just going to say for uh, visual interpreting. So 
That is what we on ha- have on top for you on next Monday. Tuesday the 16th. Tuesday the 16th. I told you it's been a long day. I can't even <laughs> say days right. Um, but there you go. Well, I, I guess Nikki needs to stop. Yeah, the Nikki, Nikki can stop this. We are done.